Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. So today I want to focus on alignment or to align or aligning. What does it mean? The dictionary says to be in or come into precise adjustment or correct relative position. There's a definition for you. Basically, it means to come in line. So think of a group of people that are in a canoe rowing. Are they rowing in the same direction with the same amounts of energy or close to it? Or are they rowing in random directions, going in all different directions and and places? That's alignment versus non-alignment or misalignment. To focus in on alignment and what align means specifically as it relates to organizational health and vitality, every person in the organization brings energy, experience, knowledge, skills. They bring a lot of things with them. But if those resources and those people are not aligned around a shared purpose or a shared goal or very specific expectations, then the outcomes are going to be all over the place. And we see this a lot in organizations today, especially post-COVID, if we are post-COVID, which I believe we are. What happens with remote workers? It's even more difficult to align when people are not all together in one physical location. So it is going to take a more concerted effort and more directed energy and focus to align people. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Because the outcomes of alignment are higher productivity, higher profitability, higher engagement, higher retention. Alignment really is coming together around a shared purpose, which creates some interesting benefits. Feelings of belonging, feelings of self-worth, feelings of being more motivated, having more internal motivation. Alignment is a critical aspect, and it is very misunderstood. There are a variety of things that organizations can do to help align people. And frankly, just think of ourselves. Just look at ourselves for a moment. Look at your life. What do you align with closely? Is it something in your work? Is it something in your hobbies or recreation? Is it something at your church? Is it something uh, in the way that you live? Maybe it's a healthy lifestyle. There are certain things in your life that you align more closely with than others. And those things get more attention. They get more energy. They get more of your focus, probably get more of your time. And all of that means you're going to get more enjoyment out of those things and be able to do more in that given area. 
So when we take that back to the workplace, how important is it that people have the opportunity to align well in their workplace? Alignment is a critical element to keep organizations healthy and vital. Are people collaborating and supporting each other to achieve greater outcomes? Uh, Humans, human beings are designed to be in community. That is our social nature. And I understand some people may be more introverted and some more extroverted. But as a whole, people are designed for community. So when this happens in a healthy way, great things can be achieved. But when people feel alone, energy, effort, outcomes, all of those things suffer. So I recently saw a friend's post on LinkedIn, and I really wanted to bring it into this conversation today. Here's here's a question from a business owner, and I think it's a great question. I have been doing my business for 10 years. We are profitable and growing, but my culture feels like chaos. It seems like we're a bunch of people with nothing in common who spend most of our time disagreeing. It's wearing me out, and our turnover is high. Is this just what businesses do? Is this what businesses like? Or can I do something to improve that? And it's signed by misaligned. (laughs) What a great question. What a great uh, focus for what we're talking about today. There is a difference between alignment and misalignment. And you know what it looks like. When you see somebody moving in a different direction, not really adding a lot to the team or the organization, kind of doing their own thing, maybe cutting some corners, not being accountable, all of those kinds of things are indicators that that person is not really aligned. And if we look at this from an organizational climate perspective, There's a measure of what we call engagement, where we have people that are fully engaged, people who are neutral, and people who are disengaged. People who are fully engaged tend to be those that are very much aligned with the purposes and the value of the organization. Those who are not or who are neutral are people who are doing their thing, going along, getting along, doing okay, but not really giving it their all. And I'm not saying people in the workplace has have to give every possible thing that they have into what's going on, but they do need to be aware of what's going on around them and the fact that they are not really fully aligned and engaged. Then you have those that are disengaged, and this is a problem. People who are disengaged are actively moving away from the shared purpose, from the shared value, from the expectations, from the goals, from whatever you want to call it. If they're actively disengaged, that creates divisiveness, it creates toxicity, 
This is why alignment is so important. It is literally getting all heads in the game. What do I mean by that? It is bringing every individual into an understanding of what alignment looks like. Unfortunately, most organizations just live with the chaos, figuring that's the way the business is. So let's talk about the cost of misalignment, or you could even say disengagement, because misalignment is going to lead to disengagement, or at least being a neutrally engaged employee. Number one, low employee engagement. There you go. That's, that's the first thing on the list. Number two, turnover of talent. Turnover is incredibly costly. Number three, lack of direction and purpose. What does that lead to? It leads to number four, low productivity and profitability. And then you have rework going over the same ground again, having to redo something because it wasn't done right the first place. There's waste, waste of time, money, resources, energy, focus. And then the last one, lost opportunity. And we don't want to forget that because that's important. So misalignment has a huge, huge cost to it. And that's something that we need to be actively looking for in our organizations and be aware of. We have a wonderful set of tools called Vital Signs. And it's assessments for leadership, for teams, and for an organization that really give you clear, real-time, actionable data to figure out where is this leader today, where is this team today, where is this organization today. And And the key thing I'll stress there is it's actionable data. It is not only where are the functional areas that are having problems, but it's what are the emotional drivers? What is the mood of the individual leader, the team, the organization, the people around them, especially in a Leadership 360 viewpoint? All of those things are tools that can help us with alignment because if we don't know where we're starting, how do we know how to set the right path to be aligned? You know, we're kind of shooting in the dark and hope that we hit something. And that's not a very effective way to do it. So where do we go from here? Well, let's explore that. The EQFIT approach to alignment, and that is the, we have assess equip, align, and then succeed as the four steps in our process. And it is a proprietary process. There are proprietary tools, methods, processes that we have come up with that makes this a highly effective process to equip people, teams, organizations to prosper. So this 360 approach, what does it look like? Well, here are some key elements to that 360 degree approach. Number one, clearly defined and communicated purpose and vision. That just means everybody can understand it. There's no questions. There's no ambiguity. It's clear what the purpose and the vision is. Number two, a leadership guiding coalition. 
What is that? It's where leaders are unified in purpose, in process, in practices, and in values. You need a leadership guiding coalition to really move things forward effectively and to to align, to continue to align people as they come on board, as they grow in their careers for upgraded capacity, for more competencies, but always in alignment with the culture of the organization, the values of the organization, the purpose of the organization, the mission, the vision, all of those things. Number three, accountability practices that are designed specifically to achieve the purpose of the organization, the purpose of the team, the purpose of the the role, that accountability measure or practices are so critical to ensure that people are held accountable. I mean, I don't know a better way to say that. It's not just an accountability practice from a leadership, like a a carrot and stick approach. As a matter of fact, that's a very ineffective approach. It is much more about empowering the individual to be accountable because they know what's expected of them. They know how they'll be measured in their performance. They know that they will get the equipping and training that they need. They know what the consequences are. What we're doing in accountability practices is empowering everyone in their role to be as effective, efficient uh, as possible. The next, easily accessible dashboards or other measures and metrics. Those are critical. If you don't have those, it's very, very difficult to see where you're at, to see where your progress is. How is this team doing? How is that individual doing? How am I doing? Am I reaching my goals? Am I meeting the expectations? And the last one in this 360 approach is a sustained learning and development process for everyone in an organization to grow capacity, to grow competencies, to grow skill sets. There is a huge untapped potential within organizations today because people don't understand how important it is to invest in the learning and development process for their teams, their leaders, their individuals. So this may seem a bit complicated, and it it really doesn't have to be. Let me give you an example about that. So I was meeting with one of my clients recently, and they were struggling to put in place a successful outbound sales process. Their website and marketing were very good. Their inbound process was really good, but they've never really been successful in what we call an outbound sales process where they're literally going and meeting new people, people who don't know them, people who haven't come to their website, and selling people on what they do. And their sale is somewhat technical, so there's some interesting um, complications to the technical side of things. 
where you have to figure out how do we include other team members that have specific expertise because it is a technical kind of sale. But what we really needed in there was first a focus on what's the right outbounding approach and then how do we find the right individual. So I sat down and met with the six leaders and I asked them to tell me what the most important thing the outbound sales effort had to do. What, what's the most important thing it has to do? Here's the answer I got. Bring in new customers. What a surprise. I did expect that answer. And that's really the answer I wanted to hear because then comes the next question. And so I asked them very simply, how will this outbound sales process do that? That's when chaos ensued. (laughs) There was this robust discussion for the next 10 or 15 minutes about what, not just what, but how the outbound sales process was going to bring in new customers. So I let that conversation go on for a while. We really needed to get all of that stuff out on the table because there was a lot of confusion and misunderstanding and frankly, misalignment about what an outbound sales process does, what it's for, how it works. Here's what's interesting. Once we had all that stuff on the table, we were able to begin the process of figuring out what was most important and gaining consensus on what the realistic expectations were of the outbound sales process. And all of this happened within about an hour's period of time. Now, this is a very important element of the success of this organization going forward. But notice alignment can happen very quickly if it's guided well. If you can help individuals work through what is true, what is helpful, reject the things that are not, you can deal with these issues pretty quickly. Here's what's interesting about that. Not only were we able to get a consensus and a direction to move forward in about an hour's period of time, even better, they agreed on the one thing that this sales effort had to do, and then they intentionally protected that by rejecting other things that would dilute the impact of the effort. And I thought that was a great step forward for them to be able to literally say, no, we're not going to allow that to get in the way of what we want to see happen with this sales effort. Now, why do I share that story? Alignment is absolutely critical. If we had not gone through that process they would have continued on in their confusions and their misalignment and had all kinds of different expectations around what that sales process should do. But by having that guided and facilitated conversation that came to a consensus, and that's a very important word, where they all agreed, this is the important thing that this effort needs to do. And then we built some guardrails so that that effort would stay on track and would put some rules in place. And out of that was created a guiding coalition 
for the outbound sales effort. A group of leaders who are on the same page, the same ideas, the same thoughts, the same practices, the same goals related to that outbound sales effort. And that's huge. That is an absolute win for that organization. This is where we really can start to look at the power of alignment and aligning. If we can do that, we are going to see some really excellent results. Aligning is more than expressing a direction or a purpose. And I think that's where a lot of organizations get confused. They figure, hey, if we tell them what to do, then they can just go do it. But let me ask you this question. What if they don't know how to do it? And I think that's a very fair question. If you put an expectation out there for someone or a group of people, but they're not exactly sure how to align with that expectation, the pathway that they need to get in alignment or using another way to look at it, how do we all row in unison so we move faster up the river? That is absolutely critical. And where most organizations fail is that they think alignment is simply about putting out goals and expectations. And they forget all of the other 360 elements we talked about, the equipping, the training, the learning, the growing, the, the guiding coalition, all of those things that really bring focus and efficiency to the alignment process. As we kind of bring this to a close, just a couple of thoughts. Alignment comes through an understanding of how someone's role impacts the bigger picture and where they can belong to something greater than themselves. Those things, when you help people both know how to align, which is the how-to, and then the benefits are, are what comes out of that. Feelings of belonging, greater motivation, greater engagement, uh, greater productivity. That's what comes out of that. And that builds a stronger culture, a more effective team. I want to say a more coalesced team. That's the term that I wanted to use. And I think it's very true. People coming together. Here's the benefit of that. There's a term called synergy that you probably heard of. When people come together and work together in alignment, their productivity and output is not addition, it's multiplication. That's what synergy means. You get a greater result than you would have gotten if this person did that by themselves and that person did that by themselves and then you put those things together. That's what we're looking for with alignment. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com 
for more information and inspiration. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.